Actually, we can, we can, we can, we can transition right there. It's a perfect transition. So when does when does potential give away to production? So we can keep it right there. Okay. Right. So if you have a societal stock price, but you show massive potential, I don't. You know, I'm not. I, I'm not into the trade in the way you are. Like, are there certain stocks that I'm are terrible? Just by the way. Yeah. You, but you're more. You're more in, in, in into the into the into the sauce than I am. Um, are there certain stocks that they don't? They quarterly earnings not looking good, but they got so much potential, right? I think it's is Rivian. Is that the name of the? That's the name of it. No money, zero. No product. No product. Zero. Third, third most valuable EV in the in the world. Third most valuable company or is it EV? I think it's car car company in the world. I I believe I'm not. Zero zero revenue company, okay. EV maker Rivian Automotive is already a top three auto manufacturer by market value, despite no revenues. So like, their stock price is high based off of solely potential. Is that is that still true? Is that true with a lot of people? To where their mm-hmm. stock their societal stock price, see, and that's and that's why maybe income. Your your salary or your income may may not be the the catch all. It may it may have to be a deeper level because it doesn't take into account something like that. Because you you don't have people that well actually no that's not true right because you you come out you go get you go get you a second degree. You may not have any income or you may be negative income for four years if you go get an MBA, but you coming out making one fifty one seventy five. That's cool. You hadn't done anything, but it's based off of your. Oh, you got an MBA from this school, so we assume potential, right? Okay, you consolidated, yeah, and then for four years, and then okay, we was, so the stock price will shoot up, but we also, we also, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, okay, but yeah, so yeah, like when does that? Like, we, like we were talking about the other day with with, uh, with Mel Tucker, right? Terrible. Terrible two years as a as a college football head coach, but he had one good year and he get ten years ninety five million. They play they play Ohio State in three hours. Mm-hmm. They could get drug. Mm-hmm. Like when you know when does when does okay you may have potential, but I gotta see some of that potential get realized. Or maybe again the nine and one season maybe. Okay, I've seen enough too. So is it is it is it like when does potential override or when should potential stop like being the the right when when indicator. does right when does the rubber have to meet the road where how how far can you float on I have the potential to do something because again, I hear a lot of people say that, right? That's that's what a lot of people tell other people. Like, oh, you got so much potential, right? Can I had a coach tell me potential ain't nothing but a big word start with a P? 
Yeah, so obviously there's a time time period component to it, right? Right. Yeah, or maybe, go- let's see. I'm trying. I'm trying to get the question right so that I can have yeah. a position that you can push back on this because the question is vague. Um, at what point does production? I want to put it in terms of an investment. So, like, how much do you have to see production to invest in somebody's potential? I guess yeah. that's that may be a better question. I don't know who's over at Rivian. Um, but I don't think they will be the third most valuable car company by market, whatever, by market cap. Yeah. If the people who have, when they did that, when they, when they were doing all their, getting all their funding, yeah. the people who've, who've invested in it, they, they're going off, they have to be going off of, okay, so it's not just going off of potential. It's not just going off future potential, it's going off of past production. So maybe there has to be past production so that I can invest in your future potential. But the rubber doesn't have to meet the road because I already I already vetted you. That's why I put however many millions I put into your business without you having a product. I put it in based off of something that you did in the past, based off of past performance. So I'm gonna give you these mill, I'm gonna give you these bills up front, these tubs up front. Mm-hmm. You got rubber got to meet the road. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough question. Right. Well, maybe it's more macro than that. Maybe I don't need past production. Maybe I only need a societal trend. Mm. Right? Like, maybe it's just, okay, you don't have a product, but I know that EV is the future. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like like maybe I don't maybe you I don't need you to build me a program but I know I'm going to need a coder. So the fact that you can code, right? Cuz that's that's a lot of reason why the MBA salaries are going up because or MBA people who go to business school is because they say okay, the supply chain and the economy is in a certain place where I know I need people with business acumen. Add that to the point that the job market is tight because, again, most some people are just leaving the job, job market altogether, and there are not a lot of people who are now going to grad school because people are anti-college now. So the fact that you have an MBA and I know that I'm going to need somebody with business acumen, your value already goes up without any past production. Or any past production of note is fully potential and demand. Right? So, because, you know, another, another thing I look at again is, is, is the NBA, because I used to want to be a GM. So, when it comes to giving contracts, I, I pay really close attention to the first year um, or the rookie extensions, right? Which rookies get extended, how much they get extended for, max contracts, whatever, right? Again, Michael Porter Jr. Came into the league injured at 18. Back injury. Missed pretty much the whole season. He had a couple of good games in the playoffs. Had a couple of stinkers. Terrible defender. But I know that I'm going to need a 6'10 wing that can shoot the ball. Mm -hmm. So here's five years, 205. We hope that it works out. But I know that your, your prototype, your archetype is going to be needed down the line. 
So I guess when we're talking about making an investment like like that, let's take let's take mm-hmm. Mike Ford Jr. You don't. Is it guaranteed? Yeah. You don't need to see the rubber meet the road. Right. That's, that's what they saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe the demand is so high because we can take the number one pick in that draft, DeAndre Ayton. He doesn't have an extension yet. Because they're saying, okay, a seven foot center that can't really shoot threes, back to the basket, post up player, I don't need that in this right. In this league. So I'm a little more hesitant to give you what I, what they gave Trey Young, because that's what he want. Ain't getting that right, and so he's holding out for that. And it's like, it's not that I could argue that his production level, his past production is equal to Trey Young's. Not in terms of pure numbers, but in terms of his team got to the finals, and he was a reason why he played well. But it's just like, I don't know if I need that. That doesn't make sense to me, though. Uh, that doesn't make sense for them to say, I don't know if I need that. And I just went to the finals. Right, but. They're saying, you, I don't think I need a seven-foot center who can't shoot threes in this league. Coming off of going to the finals. Not winning the finals, so maybe, you, maybe, maybe that's just it. It's like, oh, we got all the way to the finals. Right, and, but I can I can't win the championship with you. Right, because at, at at some point, you know, why they lost the finals, other than Chris Paul playing playing bad down the stretch, was DeAndre Aiden couldn't guard Giannis. Because I can't keep you on the floor when they put Giannis at the five, because you got to go to the perimeter and guard Giannis. And if not, if we got to put somebody else, that means you're guarding a guard. So you become a liability. Defense, like it's. It's that type of thing. Now, again, I don't – I think they're – it's not that they don't want to extend them. It's the number, right? I don't – I'm not going to give you $170 million for a seven-footer that can't shoot threes. And it's, Your, your it worth be, is more so 120 Because they they really saying like, okay, yeah, you're not worth 170 as a center because we don't really think that. We can go back to the finals. Right, not with – Because if I thought I could go back to the finals with DeAndre Aiden, I'm giving him 170. Right. Well, so that's what you're saying. They're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it as, okay, at some point, Chris Paul's going to leave. He's going to retire. You're going to have to be the second best player on this team. I if you're the second best player on the team, where are we going? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm paying you 40 a year yeah. for that. You know, yeah. like, that makes – Yeah, so yeah. – So maybe, maybe it's, a, it's a combination where there needs to be some level of pass performance. Or, okay, let's, let's, let's bring up this scenario. What if it's – I trust your pedigree over your past performance. So let's go back to Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker got the Nick Saban co-sign, coached under Kirby Smart. Like, okay, you got a, you got a line. You have a, you know, I trust your mentor's past production. So now that I've I've, I've seen I've seen you work. Maybe that's enough to get to to buy into somebody's potential, okay? Because of their race. Again, same. We go. We have another example of uh, Joe Judge, coach for the Giants. They say, "Who in the world is he?" He was a special teams coach, but he coached under Belichick, coached under Saban. Both of them gave very good reviews of Joe Judge, so they hired him. 
No production at all. Never been a head coach. Never been. I don't know if he's been an offensive or defensive coordinator. But when you have that level of. Um, this I'm is, talking about with the, with the Giants. I think it's his second year. So so we have, okay, sometimes it's going off future potential. Sometimes it's going off past performance. Sometimes it's just going off pedigree. Sometimes it's going off demand in the market. Right. So there's a lot of different things that it could be going off of. Right. But I also, in, in particular with the football points, maybe with Mel, because there's my collegiate coach, he had a three-year plan. Mm. My, my first year there was his third year. Mm. His three-year plan was to turn the team around and get a conference championship by year three. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. Left us, did it again. So maybe there's this like, with head coaches in football, there's this three-year ordeal. Mm-hmm. Year three for Mel Tucker, different program, three different programs, right? That he or he did two seasons at Colorado. State. Uh, no, one season in Colorado. This is second year Michigan State. Second year Michigan. So maybe there's this like three-year thing that coaches come. Mm-hmm. It's like, so maybe 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 you, maybe you can one. maybe you can sell somebody on the the plan can be immaculate. I, and again, to where that's 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 that's, 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 what, that's, that's that's what I saw my 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 so, collegiate coach do right. So so and, when when and, they when they sitting in there with Rivian, they saying, okay, this plan is so this plan is so solid that even if you don't even if you don't have a product right now, the plan is the so good. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta go ahead. We believe in the potential because the plan is there, the strategy is there. Maybe you don't. So, yeah. So a lot of. But things. see, but see now that's that's why niggas make me mad because if we're saying that you don't even have to have past production for somebody to, to invest heavily in you in your potential, that that we're we're gonna come under the 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 preface of saying that everybody has an immaculate level of potential just because they're human beings. I don't want to hear no. He need the machine that did the push. If you come with the right plan. If you come with the right plan, if you got the right pedigree, I don't even need to see production. I don't even need to see it. But then if you don't have those two, then your production got to be... Your yep. past production, your past performance got to be, or the production that after after we made the investment, right, got to show up, right. You don't even you don't even get and, and you got to you got to produce with a smaller investment because if you don't have to put if if you don't have a plan in and you don't have the pedigree to to make me fully invest in your potential, I'm I'm gonna just give you a little bit and see what you do with that. Yeah, you got a steward, yeah. then you got a steward. That's why they giving niggas one year to coach shit. We don't believe in you. Who co-signing that? Mm. What's your plan? Like, mm. oh, he ain't come with a good plan. We just gonna give him a year, right? Okay, he did good. Give him, okay, we'll give him another year. Okay, Division okay, we championship. Okay, we bought in now. Okay, now we gotta get him up out of here because <laughs> he in year three and we gotta pay him one hundred and ten. You see, right? John Gruden lawsuit. Is that NFL on the NFL. Pretty much it. Your breakdown of that situation is what they sued them for. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We gained that 10 years because of his past. Out of this. Now. Yeah. 
No, we suing. He said, I'm suing him for that. Nah. <laughs> um, at what point does generalized knowledge give way to specialized knowledge? I'm reading. I'm reading, um, and I, I got I to gotta, I gotta start writing better questions. I don't go through and, and refine the questions after I put them in there. That's fine. We get to refine them on the, in, the, in the flesh. Um, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich by, by the prophet Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And one of the chapters is dedicated to specialized knowledge. He says that you cannot be wealthy unless you have specialized knowledge in the area. Which it makes a lot of sense. But I've always been a person of, I've always said you should be a generalized specialist. Which means that you should have, you should have a, a I'm real big on core competency. Um, you should have a certain area or one or two areas where you are expert level, best in the world at. And then within that area, you should be able to speak every language in that area. Right? So if, if my thing is business, I may be a master of finance, but I have to know enough about marketing, accounting, operations, supply chain. I have to know enough about that. To be able to sit in a room and talk to somebody with that, right? And same thing, you know, if you're if you're an artist, if you're a music artist, right? Your thing will be music, but you have to know enough about the production process, enough about the mixing, enough about contracts, so that when you get in there, you're not dumb, you're not completely ignorant of what what's being talked about over your head. And I think what a lot of people do is, again, we live in the slash with the, with the slashers. They thinking that they get a generalized base of knowledge. I think it's how the education system is too, right? Where you have to take these generalized, where you have to learn. It's a survey of every of everything, and then you kind of choose your specialized path as you get higher up. So I'm saying that at what point, right? Like. What should be the scale of specialized to generalized knowledge if you want to be successful, you want to be wealthy? Yeah, per one, per per individual. Yeah. Cause I, it's kind of the same thing with when we talk about weaknesses, right? Do you do you double down on your strengths or do you improve your weaknesses? Or do you delegate your weaknesses? Yeah. Right? So it's like, okay, if I have a, a certain knowledge area, do I just double down and become expert level there? And just delegate the rest, mm-hmm. or do I go and get a base level of knowledge, and then specialize in something within that base and still have that base? Well, I think it would. I think we're talking about. He said being wealthy, but you know, right. successful, impactful, yeah, tycoon. Right, what you're talking about. Um, I think. I think the point. I think there's a certain point. I think that. I think there's only one point. Is when you is when you run into a problem that you can't solve. Mm-hmm. That's when I think specialized power. I mean, specialized knowledge um, should over should you know take precedence over generalized knowledge. Um, well, is generalized is generalized knowledge an overrated aspect of society? Knowing a little about a lot of stuff, what does that do? Well, see here, and when I was, because I actually wrestled with this question a little bit this week. I think, I think, 
I think the uh, like tycoons and entrepreneurs and and, and mm-hmm. those are people with generalized knowledge, and then they they but they have they 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 have. They have the highest volume of generalized knowledge. So, okay, they get the idea, and then they had the idea, and then from there, they, they go delegate for, and they, they go hire specialized. Like, yeah, I know how to do fine, but I'm the, I'm the chief exec, so I need a chief finance. I need a chief technology. I need a chief operations. I need a chief investment. I need, mm. I need this specialized. But I have the generalized knowledge. That's why I'm the CEO because I have the. Or could could I say? Could I say that I have that a CEO has a specialized knowledge of leadership? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm watching I'm watching a TV show again. A little, but they little, also have it of ideation too. Right. That was saying a little a little a little gold mining. Um, this TV show, old TV show called Leverage. Basically, about it's about a a group of con artists. And team, and you know, they they rob from CEOs, yeah. Yeah. get diving in in season four. Mm-hmm. You watch too much TV. Um, Wait, but like season four from one, or you started? Yeah, no, I started from one. Um, <laughs> and you know, so they have they have they have you know, it's a team of five people. And yeah, they they're have, specialized. Like, it's, they're specialized. That's what I'm saying. Exactly what yeah, and like the eighteen. Like, they each do something. Right, they each do something, but then there's a there's a mastermind. Right. Where all like he can do he can't do a little bit of everything, but he can do a little bit of, of, of a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he can he can be the grifter in the con and then he could kinda steal stuff, but he's not really a thief. He's but his specialized ability is knowing how to put everybody in the correct place. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's also a general. He also has a general knowledge of certain scams and stuff that allows him to come up with a plan too. Well, see, I, yeah, mm, I agree with you. So, but I, yeah, I think I think his level of generalized knowledge is much higher than his teams. Absolutely, that's why he can. That's why his specialized knowledge, right? Okay, is his specialized knowledge is making cohesion out of other specialized. Yeah. So, so now, so I guess the question is: Is generalized knowledge the base on which specialized knowledge is built off of, or is it something that amplifies your specialized knowledge? Mm, it could be both, but that's the question. It should have been on there. Nah, yeah, it, yeah. Because now, now I think I, I think that what you're talking about is the second one. Is that I think generalized knowledge. Amplifies specialized knowledge instead of it being a base because if we're talking about again the, the CEO, the CEO of, of any company, if their specialized knowledge is I know how the pieces move and I'm able to sit back and I'm able to observe at a level and have a, a leader vision that's that's you know 25, right? 20 slash five, which is phenomenal vision, right? And I can put people in certain places, and then my generalized knowledge of how book. Okay, I'm I'm the chief exec, but my generalized knowledge of finance amplifies my ability to put the CFO in the right position. Or because I know a little bit about operations, that amplifies my specialized ability 
to set the operation strategy to where it's most effective. And then I delegate to my COO to execute the strategy. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think so that's, I don't think, I think that's accurate. I think that's accurate. I think I think it's more. I think the specialized positions do more of, like the chief of operations. I I would imagine him. I would imagine the CEO only having the specialized knowledge in putting him in the in the putting the COO on the team. Like okay, so you're saying he the overarching plan, yeah. But like when it comes to this, when right. when it comes to what we're doing with finances, with this yeah. business, mm-hmm. my my specialized knowledge and power is to grab you, and then from right. there I entrust you know, right like to make doing, sure, right mm-hmm. to make sure everything's aligned, right? Make sure that the finance strategy and the operation strategy tie into my overall vision. Exactly, I got you. And then my general knowledge is, okay, I know enough about finances to know I should go with him and not him. Right. 